Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode from the Behavior Beauty Podcast. I am your host Macy. Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing really, really well. So today I am going to be doing a podcast over who are individuals with special needs. So my previous podcast, I talked about what is a special needs mom. And so I kind of wanted to elaborate a little further on this um, topic. So I hope you all enjoy the podcast. So individuals who have special needs, they could have autism, ADHD, which is attention hyper deficit disorder, cerebral palsy, Down syndromes, or syndrome, epilepsy, reading and learning disabilities, intellectual disabilities, and many, many more. So that's just some to just kind of get the ball started, I guess you can say. Now, within those categories, there's a lot of things that I that I listed, but there are four major types of special needs children. So out of those that I listed, they fall into four categories or four types. So you have the physical, which could include muscular dystrophy, multiple sclerosis, chronic asthma, or epilepsy, which is in my list. So the epilepsy that I listed is categorized under physical. Developmental, which is autism, ADHD, um, intellectual disabilities, and processing disorders. Behavior and emotional. So the ADHD or ADD bipolar, or uh, defiance disorder. Next one is sensory impaired. So a special needs individual could also be blind, which I didn't include that on my list, but they could also be blind, which visually impaired. They could also be deaf and have limited hearing. So as you guys can see, um, the four major types of of, uh, special needs children as well as who they are, like who these individuals are. So for my son, he's special needs because he does have autism and ADHD. So these conditions can be managed. Um, It's not like a death sentence or anything like that. Um, It's very important that people know that. It just means that you're going to have to put in a lot more work, a lot more effort with your child or these individuals, okay, they're going to, sometimes they learn different. That's okay, as long as they learn it. And so when a child has any of these conditions, they're going to need accommodations, they're going to need different necessities. So if a child is, um, they can't communicate, for an example, they're nonverbal, then they may need a speech device to help them communicate. So that's a technological accommodation for them if they go off into the school system. They may need extra help on assignments. So they also may need extra time to complete assignments. So individuals with special needs, they have to have special accommodations. They have to have different necessities in order to help them learn, in order to help them be successful. So you can't expect for them to perform at the same level as a person that doesn't have um, these conditions. However, that's not always the case. So let me repeat that. Just because a person may have autism or ADHD doesn't always mean right off the bat that they 
are different somehow, or they can't perform at the same level as a person that doesn't have these conditions. It just means that they may need different accommodations. And you really see the different accommodations in the school systems. So for an example, with Caden having autism, he has what's called a IEP, which is an individualized education plan. So what that includes is everything that he needs in order to be successful. So if he, for an example, is, uh, well, this isn't exact, this isn't an, well, okay. So for Caden, he's nonverbal. He doesn't really express his wants and communications as or communication as he should. And so what happens is that he has a speech and language device that he can take to school and use for him. So that's an accommodation for him. Um, Sometimes he may have challenging behaviors. And so in his plan, he has a behavior intervention plan, which is tools that they use to help decrease his undesirable behaviors. So in the school system, the IEP, it's a it's a plan. It's a it's individualized and and everything is in there should be to help your child. So um, there's a lot of things that a child may need. It just depends on their needs. There's no cookie cutter, uh, one size fits all for this type of situation. Um, That's why I advocate for learning your child, learning what they want, learning what what they need. Don't look at the next person and what they have going on. Focus on what your child needs and what they have to have in terms of their accommodations because they could all look different. You may have a child that may get um, that may have sensory overload where they can't process too much information at one time. And so they may need a sensory break. They may just need a break uh, in between their assignments to help them stay on track. Uh, you may have one child that may not can't sit for long periods of time. And so if they sit for a certain amount of time, they may get rewarded and may be able to get up and do something that they like. So all of these are accommodation. All of these are necessary in order for the chi- the special needs child to try their best to get the proper education that they deserve by law. Um So yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I hope you guys learned a little something from this episode. Thank you all so much for listening and I'll see you guys or talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.